Hello, and welcome to The Content Minds. My name is Ryan Broderick, and I am a sweaty, sweaty, nasty boy today, and I am filthy, dirty, hot. I am, I am sweatier. Well, I know that's not true. I was sweatier, and now it's it's the evening, so I'm only, I'm only like 8 out of 10 sweaty. Previously, like, just I couldn't put anything on me. Like, I'd put clothes on me. They just slid off, like... I couldn't touch anything. I would like fall over because just the sweat everywhere. Now I can I can stand up. I can move around and like, I can't hold anything still. But you know. Wait, what's your name though? Oh, Luke. Welcome to the show. Uh, this week, we are going to do our best to deal with the world of Reddit relationships. Um, there's a lot of stuff to go through, and it's complicated, and I feel like this will be one of our more inconclusive episodes. I feel like I, I did some research for this, and our question that we started with was, is any of it real? And I don't have an answer. Yeah, I kind of did a similar amount of research, and I I don't have the brain power because I've sweated it all out. Like I don't have the the energy to, to tell whether it's real or not. So I'm 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 looking forward to like trying to figure out. Like I want to know the point at which it flipped from being a thing that was kind of vaguely useful, which I'm, I'm sure it used to be. I may be misremembering, but I'm sure it used to be vaguely useful uh, to whatever it is now, which is. A really nice fiction workshop. Uh, yeah, it's one that I check every morning now. It's like uh, it's become like my my homepage. Uh, but first, Luke, what is the fucking deal with the weather where you are? All I've been seeing all day is British people talking about how it's the end of the world in England, which is always kind of the case. And I feel like if the apocalypse did happen, it would be in England. But what especially is wrong today? This is Wednesday. Yeah, we have to we have to die. We have to die first. Like that's that's how this works. Like we were the first to have the empire. We were the first of the empire to collapse. Therefore, like the end of our civilization happens the first, which, you know, can't come soon, soon enough at this point. But it's just it's just really fucking hot. Like, <laughs> but isn't there like a isn't there like rain and like wind and shit? And like you told yeah. me that we had to like schedule our recordings around some kind of storm. Is- it is the first time ever in which we've had six straight days where it's been over 34 degrees every day, like in history. Wow. And I, assume that's, I assume that's climate change, but also what's happened is that it's been really hot today, so I couldn't record this that early because my laptop would just be like hammering its fan, which I've I've had problems with. I've been trying to do Zoom calls all day, and I'm like, I've got to have a 50-minute like cool-down period or oh, my laptop can't take it. And then there's a storm. There's a storm that's been arriving. <laughs> the storm has been arriving for about three days now. It's... There's some really like delayed gratification because I think what would have been Monday night, I looked out the window and there was a proper storm cell building up and then and then nothing happened. It didn't come. It just it just left. It drifted away. And today there was hail in West London. So that's like what? Three miles from where I am? Maybe four? Yeah. There was like hail in like Wembley. And Oh wow. I forgot and I had forgotten how strange London like London in particular like the weather is there because you'll have like six different weathers happening at the same time. And there's really no overlap between like the parts of the city having, having like these weathers, <laughs> like the, the, the various like microclimates that happen on like one street in West London. 
it's infuriating. Hang on, let me send you this. Let me send you a video um, because this is this is in Twickenham, right? We have had no rain for what feels like two months at this point. Twi- it's actually like I don't know two weeks, but this is Twickenham. Oh wait, I saw this. It's nuts. Right. This is insanity. It is a storm. It is a hurricane. It is, this is like a full on hurricane. This is insane. Also, LOL, yeah, Twickenham. This, what a name. You guys live yeah. in a fantasy world. Um, it's, it's where they play the rugby. I'd love to go see the rugby in Twickenham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, well, it's uh, it's just hot here. That, that's, that's all there is. Uh, it's muggy and hot. And I think there was like a, a day this week where there was some lightning, but no rain just happening like that's in weird. the sun, you know, like some sort of sun lightning. You know, that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's awful. It's fucking horrible. I went, I uh, I biked to the beach for lunch yesterday, and I was outside for an hour, and I have an entire sunburn down my back. It's horrible. Yeah, so the sunburn you had last week is it worse than that? Oh, uh, yeah. So for listeners who couldn't tell based on the way my voice sounded last week, I sat outside for a couple hours, and I, you know, I I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt, a couple buttons unbuttoned, you know, living like the. Uh, you know, I'm on I'm on island time. You know, as a as a Jimmy Buffett guy, like I wanted to just like you know waste away in Margaritaville. But, but you but you forgot you had island skin. I forgot that I I I am a pasty guy from Boston, and so uh, I burned a giant pink V into my chest that is now peeling. Um, That's so disgusting. if you if you hear that in the mic, I'm really sorry. Um, I have a fun update that I wanted to talk about before we got into today's big topic. Hit me. Are you familiar with uh, how my face was stolen by a Chinese e-store? Yes. Okay. So for people who aren't familiar, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was basically alerted on Twitter to the fact that my face is being used by a Chinese e-store to market like these bibs you wear so, so that when you get a haircut, the hair falls into the bib instead of like falling all over your clothes. And I was pretty freaked out because I was like, that's me. <laughs> and I don't remember being a Chinese model. And the guy who um, had tweeted it out, he's a podcaster. His name is Billy. And Billy and I have been basically working on this like very weird podcast episode for his podcast about the internet, about the journey into like the weird world of my face being used in various Chinese e-stores and it turns out it wasn't just the hair bib it's also um, I'm modeling sunglasses um, I f- I sell tires um, Ryan has had many lives uh, in China as like a white spokesperson for various like wholesalers okay so the development has been yesterday I got an email back from the Chinese e-store oh Okay. Yeah. They have taken my, the, the one, the hair bib store has taken my face off of their Amazon page, replaced me with a different white guy, which I'm a little upset about because I didn't want them to take it down. I just wanted wanted to figure out. No, I didn't even want royalties. I was like, you wanted royalties. I just wanted to figure out like how it happened. I was mainly curious, like, where did you get my photo from? Um, but I have not responded yet, but they've asked me like, what do I want? They're like, like, how can we make this right? Um, so I mean, the I'm, bib, surely. well, I'm currently considering a crazy idea, which is taking new photos 
and sending them new photos of my face so that they can just use. Why? Because, like, why not? Sure. Okay, you advertise Chinese bibs, man. Just get paid. Look, try and get paid for it. Luke, I've had a dream <laughs> since a pro- I've had a dream since approximately July twenty second to become a model in China, and if what I need to do to get that started is to send a couple headshots to this weird Chinese wholesaler in Shenzhen and ask them to use them on their Amazon store. You know, you just got to get your foot in the door. And once you get your foot in the door, then like it all happens for you, baby. Yeah. You could sell tires or bibs or what was the other stuff? I don't know. Man. Sunglasses. I'm a sunglass. Sunglasses. A, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we've discovered that I'm selling net gators in Mexico. What are neck gators? Oh, it's like uh, these men in America, they didn't want to wear masks because masks are for girls for some reason. So instead, sure. they started to sell like like ski masks. But then it turns out... What, balaclavas? Well, no, they only go up to your nose, really. You wear them on your neck and they're just like a piece oh, of fabric. Oh, I know the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I have some of them, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is that apparently those just straight up don't work for coronavirus. No, they don't. I still have to still wear. Them. Right, but I I have to wear one because I'm a boy, and boys can't wear masks. So I have to wear a neck gaiter that has uh, "Blue Lives Matter" written on it, apparently, because that's what Ryan is selling in Mexico right now. I mean, also it, it matches with your cultural background. I mean, apparently that's just like that's what people want. People want a cool masculine Ryan selling Mexican neck gaiters that say "Breaking Bad" on them with a picture of Heisenberg. Because that, that's apparently what's going on. Um, so obviously there'll be more to this story um, when the podcast episode, the mini audio documentary about this comes out. I will let you all know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been uh, quite a journey. Uh, if I do get too famous to be on this show, I'll definitely remember you fondly, Luke. But, you know, there will cool, be a point cool. where, you know... We can't. Talk. You got to abandon it. Like you know, it's a modeling career. You, we've, you've got to follow your dreams. Thank you. I get. Thank that. you I for understanding. That. Speaking of relationships, let's talk about Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> to kick us off, like, what's your what's your Reddit relationships diet? Are you reading our relationships? Are you reading our relationship advice? Are you reading AITA? Like, wh- I'm exclusively coming at this through the Twitter feed. Like, I don't like spending time on Reddit anymore. It's actually, you know, it's you know what? It's better than it was. But I, I yeah, I exclusively consume it via Twitter because coming at it via Reddit just means you get into like these long threads that. You, you expect there to be something good at the end because everyone's like talking interestingly at it and then you get to the end and there's nothing there and it annoys me so yeah i just i read read them exclusively in like a in a bubble so i don't need to get into the comments of like hey here's what actually happened here because it's never what you think it was and that makes it less fun like i, I just want the little uh story nuggets on their own and no more interesting so i'm almost the complete opposite um since quarantine started i i've started to like use reddit pretty regularly um and i like unfollowed a bunch of subs refollowed a bunch of subs um basically every time i come up with like a new covid hobby i find the subreddit for it and i get kind of into it um sure and it is like a lot better of an experience than it used to be like and i i i I kind of crave the comment section and so whenever i see the reddit relationship posts 
go viral on Twitter, I always like try to find them on Reddit because I want to see like what people are saying. Um, I also yeah. feel like Twitter, for the most part, the people that are sharing the screenshots from Reddit all kind of always have the same take. And so I get kind of bored of just like the, I don't want to say coastal elite because that's not the kind of podcast this is, but like, <laughs> you know, the people. Well, but hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, like the uh, like the American media hive mind that is just like, you know, it's always like this exact same opinion. And I, I sort of crave the really wild ones, the, like the really wild takes in the reddit ecosystem um but so are you do you do you understand the difference between our relationships and our relationship advice because they're very different places so our relationships is well i'll be honest i didn't realize there were two of them i was gonna i was gonna go to what i thought the two of them were but i'm actually not 100 sure they were, i did was not aware they were two different places so um, I will link to this in the show notes on our Patreon. Um, but one of the best pieces you can read about this is by uh, Caitlin Tiffany uh, on The Atlantic. And it's called Inside Our Relationships, The Unbearably Human Corner of Reddit. So our relationships is extremely, extremely well moderated. And they have like very specific rules and the mods are very active and... Those are the ones where you have the age and the gender in the title and it's all very like well explained and there's like certain topics that you can't talk about and it's like very well put together and the discussion is very organized. It's it's like the it's not a mess basically. Relationship advice is way more nuts. Um and as far as I understand it there isn't really a lot of limit on what you can ask and what you can say. Hold on. So the assumption here is that everything in our relationships is is real? Well, the assumption in our relationship... Because that seems wrong, I'm going to say out right here. So, so the assumption is that our relationships is extremely moderated. I can't speak to whether they're real or not, but I can say that like... What's being said in there, with, by the time you see it on Twitter, most likely, it has been vetted in some way by a group of people who are like, okay, this sounds legit. Relationship advice is a mess. And I think the confusion is when they get screenshot, most people on Twitter aren't paying attention to like which sub it was posted to. So there's a huge amount of confusion over what you're looking at, basically. Like when you think about like relationship subreddits, you know what comes to mind. What what's what what do you what what are, what are some like what are some greatest hits for you? I mean, I feel like the peak for me, one of the the permanent peaks for me, is the one that started. And I'm gonna mess up the 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 exact title of it, but it was my boyfriend has decided to learn uh, my native language. <sighs> Oh, and the Japanese one? Is it the one about... Is, he's correcting her in Japanese, I think? The original post doesn't highlight the fact that it's Japanese, but like the first response is like, is, is it Japanese? Are you Japanese? And they're like, yeah, I don't know how you knew that. Um, But yeah, he... he uh, oh, hang on. Okay, here it is. Yeah, so... Okay, do a uh, do is... do a uh, uh, hold on. Uh, let's let me let me pull it up and let's do this. Let's do this right away. Uh, right. So, uh, oh God, I'm sorry. I pulled it up and it's just it's yeah. Uh, my very hot computer is struggling in this like a hundred degree room. Um, <laughs> By the way, can I apologize now for the sound? Which like every five minutes, there's just like a 
which is just me like removing the sweat from my head. I was gonna say I can I can feel your I can feel your skin through my headphones. Okay, um, it's not very long. Luke, can you do a dramatic reading? We're not is... gonna, I'm not reading the whole thing. <laughs> Read, uh... dude, 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 it's really long. I'm not reading the whole thing. The gist of this thing is the gist of this story is that the girlfriend who is writing says uh, he started learning the language about three months ago uh it's he's not great at it he's still a beginner um but he, and you know his pronunciation isn't the best but this is where the problem begins i'd like to say that i think his pronunciation is okay for his learning level but that isn't the problem the problem is that he thinks my gra- the, my grasp of my language has deteriorated and that's just an amazing thing uh <laughs> I think that's like the key sentence, the idea that this guy has, has decided to learn Jap- Japanese, which we believe he learned, he's learned Japanese, uh, although that's not clear at this point. Um, he started to interrupt my phone calls with friends and family, saying that I've mispronounced a word. Uh, when I take him to my parents' flat, he has also started to tell my family to their faces that their pronunciation is wrong. Uh, as people from all over the world may know, different families have different takes on authentic dishes. Not according to him. He has told me a dish that I was making for myself was wrong. Um, he has told my mother that her take on a certain dish was okay, but not great, because it was missing what he considered to be the true version of something. It is a uh, it is a bleak tale. Wait, so I found the comment interaction that you had referenced where... Okay, so here we go. User Darth Peroni says, Dump him now. He's a controlling, arrogant, insufferable swine, and you deserve better. What's your native language, if you don't mind me asking? Then the original poster says, I don't want to give too much away, haha, but it's an Asian language. And then another user says, sounds like it might be Japanese. And then another user says, LOL, probably. Why are white dudes with a fetish for Japanese girls and mansplaining such a cliche? And then the original poster says, since another person has guessed it too, I guess that part is somehow obvious. Yes, it's Japanese. And it's like, oh, see, it's really bad. But see, that's the feeling that I come to Reddit to feel that specific, just like, yes, it's like, it's, it's not quite schadenfreude. It's like a, it's a very specific kind of Reddit embarrassment and, and like deep, deep despair, but it's also funny. I mean, it's definitely funny. I think what's, I think what's bleak about it is that it's, it's kind of, because you have to be vaguely kind of, you know, innately online to be like, oh, I'm going to take this problem to Reddit. Like, I can't imagine any problem in my life that I would ever take to Reddit. Well, there, I mean, there are some good, like, I don't know, plumbing subreddits, which I, I could see myself having a problem there. <laughs> that's, I've got a, I've, that's what I you're really... What, I've, got a, I've got a light that has like a four-way circuit in it, and I've been trying to fix it for six months. And maybe I should want to take that to Reddit and just be like, hey, I can't make this work. Can you explain to me how to make this work? That's where you're really opening up. You're you're emotionally like unfurling in the R plumbing subreddit. <laughs> I've never been to the R plumbing. I don't even know if it exists. But I can see that going to Reddit. But anything else, like going to Reddit with an emotional problem is like, oh no, there's a problem here. Like no one's gone to Reddit and been like, oh no, it turns out like everyone's in the right and we're all happy and everything's good. The point at which you're going to Reddit is the point at which like you need to be making bigger steps in your life. I mean, as someone who is like you know, I'm on there a lot and I can say that there's there's a surprising amount of really serious stuff there. And, you know, I read it with the same sort of level of curiosity as I would any sort of relationship advice column, which I have kind of a certain, I you know, I find that kind of stuff kind of interesting. Um, but the stuff that like I think is the best part 
of the relationship subreddits are the questions like this one about the Japanese, the, the guide mansplaining Japanese, where it's like such a like just perfectly millennial problem. Like, like it just, it couldn't have happened at like really any other time in history. And like for them to take it to Reddit adds like another layer of like millennial cringe to it. That is just like intoxicating to me. That's true. If this problem was happening 40 years ago, it would be, well, it would just be like my boyfriend's super racist. Right. There, there would be no like, oh no, he's, he's fetishizing my culture. Weirdly. It's, it's no, no, he's super racist and is, is, is regularly racist to my family. But no, no, this is just, it's a different flavor of racist and it's a specifically millennial flavor of racist. Wait, so I, I got a, I got another kind of like very specifically millennial post here. Okay. So okay. this is, this is called, am I being an irrational crazy girl because my boyfriend won't take any pictures for me or should I call him out on his behavior? So it's kind of a long thing, but basically a boyfriend is on vacation. A girlfriend wants him to take photos for her. Here's, here's, here's where, here's where, here's where it gets real good. Okay. Here's, are you ready? Hit me. Okay. Right now, he's on vacation with his family in Ireland. All my life, if there was anywhere I could go, if I could, Ireland would be it. So I was super excited that he was getting to go, because if I can't go, him going is the next best thing. The first thing I ask him to do is take my My Little Pony rarity with him so he could take pictures of it in different places. It sounds dumb, but I thought it would be super awesome to have pictures of my pony in another country if I couldn't go. He was dead set against it, because he thought it was embarrassing and I talked him into it before he left because I told him it was like me being there even though I couldn't be there. The day before he left though, <laughs> his mom saw it and chuckled at it and so he broke down and just didn't want to take it so I told him not to worry about it and just take lots of pictures for me. I was a bit bummed but I didn't want him to feel uncomfortable about it. Fast forward to today, two days into the trip, we were finally able to talk over Skype, but not for long because he can't charge his battery. Yada, yada, yada. He forgot his converter, which means we can't play League of Legends because he won't have much battery life. This sort of upsets me. Uh, there's like so much bullshit in this. Um, so they can't talk. And then she finishes it up by saying, between him not playing the game I want to play, him not taking the pony and not taking pictures at all, I'm left feeling he doesn't care at all. I know it's pretty childish, I don't know if I'm being crazy emotional or if I should feel this way. It's just like he doesn't care, even though I know he does. Okay. So TLDR, my boyfriend is on my dream vacation spot and won't take pictures for me. Okay, so this is, there's like three problems here. Like the first thing of not taking the pony, like that feels like a kind of vague in-joke. And I'm like, whatever, that's like No, that's a thing. that's not an in-joke, Luke. Like that's a, that, come like there's, we know what's going on there. Right, but it's her asking him to take the pony. Right. So it's, it's different. Well, wait, hold on. This is important. The post has been edited to say, thank you guys for all the great responses, but I think a lot of people don't understand that the pony is not the issue. <laughs> what the issue is, is that he took his phone on vacation to take pictures for me. He never takes his phone and now he won't. And that is what's really upsetting me. Thanks. And then it's basically just an entire comment section of people telling her that she needs to grow up. She's 27 years old. Also, I should point out. Right. So the real problem is, is that he's gone on holiday and is refused to communicate with her while he's in a different country or a long way away. Yes. Which is fine. That's a thing that it's okay to be like annoyed about. 
and like different people communicate in different ways like maybe you communicate via League of Legends maybe you can communicate by taking pictures but that's actually a reasonable thing to be annoyed about in my in my book I think so too but that's what makes the Reddit relationships world so special is because it's a real problem being sandwiched into a bunch of insane Reddit bullshit that's true yeah because just the if that problem is given without the My Little Pony stuff then it's <laughs> Just like, like many problems. Just like, just like, think about that for a second. Like, yeah, I guess like the problem is pretty serious if you take away all the My Little Pony shit. <laughs> exactly, but I mean, this is the, well, this is the other problem with uh, with the Reddit stuff, which is that everyone's advice is always so aggressive in terms of like, there's never, hey, just like talk. It's 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 probably about talking and not going to Reddit with your problems. Well, like Reddit to me is really interesting because. Demographically, you've got Facebook, which is sort of Facebook is for like normal people, let's say, quote unquote. Yeah, that's that's where all the QAnon people, the the core of our society, the like nice, you know, base, strong base of society. Look, man, you know, we're all we're all freaking out about QAnon right now, but in forty years, when there's a church of QAnon next to the church of Scientology, and it's a perfectly normal religion, we're all gonna have feel pretty embarrassed, you know. I just I I'm really really looking forward to the interview with the QAnon Republican after she gets elected and Trump doesn't and like how like how do you mentally reconcile that like he has like attempted to save the world but he has been foiled but for some reason they've let her through I don't... like like I just I don't know what the mental arithmetic you do inside your head to make that work is but it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah, it's going to be a good good time that I'm sure won't erupt in like worldwide violence. <laughs> That's true. What she's going to do is she's just going to like filibuster in the house. For, you can't even filibuster in the house. But she's going to give extremely long speeches in the house uh, about how she's going to be talking about Trump for the next 20 years. Yes. And then she's going to be, yeah, she's going to be a uh, leader of the house. And it's going to be great. She's going to be speaker. It's going to be super cool. Super normal. Super good. <laughs> um, no, but so, okay, okay. Facebook is for like, let's say normal people. Instagram sure. is for slightly cooler, normal people. Twitter is for like rich people straight up rich people. And like urban youth, like people in their like early twenties who live in cities, let's say, um, and then you've got Reddit and Reddit to me is like that. And I think it's like a, like this type of person exists in England too, but it's like the people who would hang out at the mall at hobby shops or record stores or old like movie. Do you remember like stores where you could buy physical copies of movies? things yeah yeah you know remember stores you remember st- I didn't, I, you remember yeah. stores i haven't been one for a while but i feel like all of those people who like you know they don't they might not live in their hometown for their whole life but they might move to a slightly larger town near their hometown and they're like really into hobbies and they're intelligent but they're not people who are living in like new york city or london they're people who are living in like manchester or like outside of chicago and they like make artisanal swords and do data engineering yeah sure um i think i think i think the type of person you're describing is a a, a games workshop nerd 
Okay, so I didn't want to go full. Yes, I'm describing. I'm describing Games Workshop people. I'm and there's yeah. and there's like a very specific set of problems that Games Workshop people, in my experience. So, for my own background sake here, I spent most of my high school experience not when I wasn't at ska shows, hanging out at the mall, and walking between the record store and Games Workshop. And I had a lot of Warhammer 40k friends, and they all had the same problems, which was like. Their girlfriend, who's super into witchcraft, is having a meltdown at them because they've spent too much of their money on figurines. Or, like, the trench coat that they wear all the time is starting to smell bad and they don't want to take it off. Or, um, you know... You know I got banned from Games Workshop in, in my town. What? Why did you get banned from Games Workshop in well, your town? I went once, like, when I was, I was like, oh, this seems like the sort of thing I'd be into, which it does. Oh, uh, it's a, yeah, I'm, like, I'm... And I realized, like, you need a lot more, like, fine motor control, and and I was just like, this isn't for me, I'm out of this. I literally, like, went to it once, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And then, like, six months later, uh, uh, I was with some other people, uh, and we bullied the people who were in the games workshop. Well, not bullied, but like that was there was an incident where some things were set off inside it, uh, and then Wait, I was not allowed in anymore. Set off or said? Set. Off. Did you did you throw cry? Wait, did you did you throw firecrackers into a games workshop? We don't have firecrackers in 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 the UK, but it was stink bomb. Something equivalent. Was this something equivalent? Was it a stink bomb? It was a stink bomb. There was like five of them. No way. Holy shit. You, <laughs> you threw five stink bombs into a games workshop? It was, some, it was, it was something like that. Luke. I can't even remember why. Luke, what in the fuck, man? <laughs> That's unreal. <laughs> and I was like 11. You were 11 years old and threw five stink bombs into a games workshop. Well, in fairness, I, what I think happened was that there was like, there was some number of us, I don't know, three, maybe it was three, maybe it was seven, I don't remember, but like everyone had one and then everyone went into a different spot and then dropped it in a spot and everyone left. So it wasn't like going up to the door and like hurling it, which would have been cooler. Yeah, no, like, I'm, imagining, I'm imagining I'm imagining you wearing yeah. like a baraclava and like no. throwing <laughs> stink bombs. No, in. everyone like sort of everyone sort of like nervously went in and then drops it and then like nervously walked out. And then that was that was about it. That's truly unbelievable. Like that's un- <laughs> that's unbelievable to me. Um <laughs> Wow. Okay. So wait. small town Britain is it's a beautiful place. To like put a bow on this thought that I've been struggling with, <laughs> Reddit relationships is the place that the Games Workshop cinematic universe of people go to. I th- think have their problems sorted for them. So I I see that, and I understand, that, and I feel like a lot of people who hang out there that's true. But I also think that the weird thing about Reddit is that it, it has this way of pulling in people who are not in that universe yes like like there are many people who like there was that period between what 2013 and 2016 uh and kind of so it's going on a little bit now where people just took like whatever's on top of reddit that day and was like this thing happened to this person it's a news story now right yes um and that was like a thing and british tablet was particularly bad for it i mean reddit reddit the front page of reddit was basically guiding like international news for like two years which is insane it was fucking insane that's insane (laughs) but but what i mean is because of that there was a lot of people who like found out about it through weird ways yeah and like many of them i think ended up on on so what i imagine is there's an awful lot of people who've got like i don't know 
uh, like football Reddit people. Yeah. Follow like, you know, half a dozen clubs, half a dozen leagues, yada, yada, yada. But then also follow a bunch of random stuff. So you end up with a lot of the big subreddits like um, uh, Am I the Asshole or Relationships is probably is a good example of it. Where there's just like a really quite random selection of people there. But because they only see the stories, the, 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 the posts that get big in those subreddits, they're only seeing like a really specific selection of them. So yeah, they're not they're not they they're then are going into them occasionally to be like, hey, I want to ask a question about this thing, right? Because right, they're not seeing the weird shit that's happening all the time because that's just not their homepage. Well, I think what's fascinating is you end up with something kind of you end up with something kind of like a digital small town where you have the games workshop people interacting with the like football people. And the like, yeah, with with the people who are on there to like get summing patterns, and the people who are yeah. there because like they they're trying to like figure out how to make better bread and all this sort of stuff. It's like and they all end up in these bigger things. Yeah, it's it's like, it's, it's yeah. like how in Parks and Rec, Audrey Plaza's character is friends with a bunch of goths, but her boyfriend is a jam band guy, and she works at the local parks department. Like it's it, Reddit is like the small town of the internet where like weird people who shouldn't know each other or interact with each other are forced to because the space just like does that. Yeah, that's that's I, yeah, I'd agree. Which I think is cool, and that's how you end up with. It's called my girlfriend doesn't know how to count months, and it's causing problems in our relationship. So she's he's this guy. He's trying to make plans with his girlfriend. Yada yada. Everything's great. Uh, and you know he says, "Oh, I had a plan to do something on the six month anniversary, uh, which is March tenth." And in, on his basis, he's like, "Yeah, because our relationship started on September tenth. And she insists that actually all months are four week chunks. So what she says. <laughs> Is that you know while a year has fifty two weeks, she's like no no six months is uh, six times four weeks away. Right. So yeah. rather than it being uh, what it would be twenty six weeks, it being half a year, she insists that it is uh, what's that? Oh, Christ, twenty two, twelve, twenty four. I'm sorry, it's, it's been a long week. Uh, I'll be very yes, honest, but basically, I can't do that math in my head. No, I but I usually can. I'm very tired. It's really hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, but she's like, okay, so when is the year anniversary? Well, that's September 10th, a year on. But when is the six-month anniversary? Well, that is six times four weeks away. So that is 24 weeks away, not as it should be uh, roughly 27 weeks away. It's not... It should be... Yeah, so she's saying, no, no, the... Uh, the her, the sixth month anniversary is February eighteenth, not March tenth. See, I think this is real. I think this is a real. I think this is real. I can see it's real because, yeah, this is see. This is one of the ones that's like really good because it is right on the line. Not least because like this is a thing that's existed on the internet before. We obviously have the classic. He's twenty seven until he's twenty eight. That's how it works. We also have what I consider the greatest message board thread in human history. Which is the bodybuilding.com forum discussion of how many days there are in a week in which a bunch yep. of bodybuilders struggle with the idea that there's not eight days in a week. And if you have not seen it, please go look at it. It is truly breathtaking. Yeah. And if you've not seen the Arsenal fans discuss whether or not there are 20, whether a guy who is 
27 and nine months old is 28 or 27 is is also very good <laughs> uh and that's why i think that this could be real because like people don't know math and like it's very easy to like get confused about math <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> i mean i say this normally uh, i'm normally i'm quite good at maths but uh it's incredibly hot and i yeah I'm, i've lost so it. all right here, here's another one and once again we're working towards what i consider to be the pinnacle of relationship posts on reddit but this is me 22 male with my girlfriend 21 female of seven months found out she's a furry and in the fandom got angry when i found out i was using my girlfriend's laptop to research stuff and while she was out of the room Nothing shady, no history diving or anything. It was a situation where the autofill came in and revealed that my girlfriend is a furry. There were links to furry social networks, the furry subreddit, which I'm going to guess is fur affinity. That tends to be the main, the main social network for furries. Sure. Uh, a <laughs> little, little expertise. I'm, I'm not a furry, Luke. I, I just know a lot of furry. I know a lot. I, you know. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I mean, furries, they're, they're a fascinating thing, and they come up every few years, and there's the same number of people interested in them. I just, time. you know, I, 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 okay. Uh, the furry subreddit, furry porn, and furry, furry artwork. I admit I did type in fur just to see if that was the case. Lots and lots of links popped up in the search bar. I backspaced and didn't know what to think, so I left it for a few hours. When it was quiet and we were watching a movie, I asked her if she was a furry. She looked at me sideways with a frown and asked why. Uh, I felt bad, but I told her the Sorry. truth and what I had found. She immediately got up, grabbed her stuff, and left. I tried to stop her, but she would not say a word to me. This was yesterday evening, still no communication. I know what furries are, and I admit that I have been in situations where people are like, haha, fucking furries, and I have laughed. I don't know how long she's been a furry or why she didn't tell me what do I do. That's it. That's That's... That's the whole, that's it. It's so good. It's so, it's, and I believe it. I mean, this is exactly it because it is this sort of problem you've got to Reddit with because like, it is not a problem you, like, I think there's a very specific thing where when you're trying to figure out which of these are real and which of these are fake, it's the, would you realistically go to a friend or a family member or a randomer that you met in the street and and mention this problem? And that's exactly the line of like, "Mm, probably not. Like, it's clearly awkward about it. Where it's like, some of the other stuff where, uh, uh, yeah, the counting months thing, I could see you saying that to a friend, which makes me think it's mm. fake. But but that one, the the idea that, yeah, they're a furry, that seems exactly right for, for being real. What's interesting about the furry post is it has been removed. So whenever you go back to these old relationship posts, what I find interesting is like, have they been pulled down? Have the comment sections been locked? Have the comments been deleted? Especially because all the ones that we've dealt with so far in this episode are from our relationships, which is the the more walled garden of relationship subreddits. And the mods, you know, they're pretty fast. Like, they'll lock shit down pretty quickly. And this one has been removed. So this furry one has been removed, which makes me think that maybe right. it wasn't as legit. What? Remove, removed by mods? Um, It doesn't removed say. Removed by mods? But it ha- it has been locked. Um, okay. See, that could also be just like yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Is that, like the really good ones, you got to get in there pretty fast because like that's just gonna get locked down, and then like you're not yep. gonna be able to like really. Not that I, I mean, I've I've literally I think I've left one comment on Reddit in a decade. I'm not a Reddit commenter, but um, you know, you want to get in there before <laughs> shit starts to get pulled out and removed. Um, 
that's that's where my priorities are um do you have yeah. luke do you have an example of like or one that you can think of that's just like you know that this was like fake as hell oh the beans okay talk us through the beans one because i i have a vague memory of the beans one <laughs> my girlfriend buried all of my beans in the woods and won't tell me where causing a fight between us so this is early lockdown early april <laughs> this year uh with all that is going on we've stocked up on supplies including some canned goods <laughs> I ordered a few weeks ago, 30 cans of beans. I should point out, by I relate to this certain amount because I bought a lot of beans at Starbucks. No, I mean, I like, know so many people who basically have d- done nothing but eat beans since, since February, so. I have I have found so many nice ways to eat beans. <laughs> They're delicious. They're great for protein. They've got a lot of iron in them. They're a really good, 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 good source of food. <laughs> but. However, last night I opened the cabinet because I wanted to make a vegetarian chili using two cans of beans, but all of the beans were gone. I asked my girlfriend and she told me she buried all of the beans in the woods. <laughs> and it's the use of the woods. It's such a good phrase. Like, it's, it's, it's inexplicable. It, it's completely inexplicable yeah. why you would bury the beans in the woods. I asked her to explain. She told me she was afraid that if things get bad, we might have to worry about looters or whatever, and the beans would be in danger of being stolen. <laughs> The marauders have come to steal my beans. I have to hide them in the woods. I mean, this is also just like playing too much Fallout or something. I mean, yes. (laughs) I said I thought this was completely ridiculous and unlikely. She became angry at me and said she is protecting our beans. (laughs) According to her logic, the beans are safely buried in the woods behind her apartment complex. And if we ever need some beans, she will go to the stash and dig up a can or two. But prefer to save them, them all for if things get worse, which... God, I mean, this seems like also, this seems like a document from another time. Like, I know this is fictional, but this was like five months ago. And I remember at the time being like, I mean, yeah, like a bit too far, but you know, things can happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like this is the dynamic of the whole episode this week, but like, I sort of think it's real. I'm like, no, this is fake. This is I just think it's, I I just don't, I, I could see it. I could see it happening. I could totally see like, no, no, sorry. It doesn't make any sense. It, it, it's, it's, it. As you read the whole thing, it becomes super clear that it's like, uh, I said, why only bury the beans and not bury our more valuable items? She said the canned food was most valuable for long-term means, uh, so it makes sense to stockpile beans. She intends to go and bury more beans in the woods every week. Uh, I demanded to know where the beans were buried, and she refused to tell me. She said, if I knew she was... if." She said, if I knew, she was afraid I'd dig them up. I said, damn right I would. She said, I will never jeopardize <laughs> okay, the beans. Okay, this is fake. This is fake. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I crossed the line and said she was out of her mind. She stormed away. We have not talked since last yeah. night. Yeah, okay. That's fake. That's fake as hell. Uh, the, the minute she's right. like, I will die for these beans that I've hidden in the woods for marauders or, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. That's fake. Like, but it's a really good It's a really good post anyway. And it's one of those things where you kind of look at it like, okay, no, and this like, is good. I, like I think the key, and maybe this is like as close as we're going to get to agreeing with each other about this, but like, I think the key to a good relationships post on Reddit, whether it's real or not, is that it does reflect some kind of truth about the state of Games Workshop couples who would absolutely <laughs> have a fight about beans. Yeah. I mean, I do think it's wider than Games Workshop couples, though. It's like, this doesn't seem to be a Games Workshop couple, and there's like, there's a type of like there's a type of male central character on relationships which tends towards the she's being irrational thing which is um obviously a trope obviously a dominant trope but also has a very specific thing of like uh okay unified theory of 
Reddit relationships hit me, couples. Hit me. Yeah. Right. So you have the right written from the perspective of the man, which is pretty much usually like, uh, she's crazy and it's irrational, uh, and uh, I'm clearly the sensible one, and she's doing okay. something wild. The reverse of that is that the woman is always like, "Hey, um, I'm with my boyfriend. He's super nice and all, but he has this weird habit where he constantly tries and sets me on fire. Uh, is this normal? Uh, should I like deal right. with this?" And the the reverse is always like way worse and always feels also more. Weird. Yeah, like the like the one where it's like the woman who's like, "I love my boyfriend. We have a perfect relationship, but he does not brush his teeth at all and has not for like six years." And the number of them that have been about like, yeah, this guy just doesn't wipe his ass, and and you know, there's there's like every time he sits down, there's just shit everywhere. Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. That's actually uh, no, uh, no, no. It's happened a few times. Yeah, there's been a few of these, and it's like, oh Jesus. So that's actually been like. I, I think you and I have talked about my fear about this, but like this has been a fear of mine since I was like 22 years old that I would basically leave a woman's bed in the morning and like slide off the bed and discover that I had like smeared shit all over the sheets. And it's like a fear that I've had. I have all, I, it's all like, it's, it, it consumes me. I, I, I've never done it. It's, That's... I've never come close to doing it, but like the possibility is always there. It's really not. Sure it is. If, if, no, no, I'm sorry. If you do <laughs> It's totally pretty there. Basic, if you do pretty basic hygiene, I, it's not a realistic possibility unless you're regularly shitting yourself in your sleep. I, I mean, I've never shit myself. Don't sh- answer that one. I've never, no, no, <laughs> I've never shit myself in my sleep. But like, what? It, the, I, I guarantee you, like the one time that I don't think about it, it'll happen, and then it'll be like, see, sure. Uh, <laughs> I know, man. That's a fun fear for you. You know, I have lots of fun fears, and like through the course of this podcast, we're gonna get through all of them because I can't <laughs> afford therapy. Uh, let's talk about the Citizen Kane of our relationships posts. Okay, so to prepare for this episode, I searched around looking for what people considered the the best posts, the, the most important relationship posts. And I found some really good rundowns on places like Know Your Meme and a couple of places like Complex. And, you know, they, they all had good lists across Twitter, across Tumblr, across all these lists. This this seems to be, this is it. This is the Cadillac, baby. All right. So it's called, am I, 26 female, being too judgmental about my fiance, 29 male, relationship with his sister, 28 female, or am I right to be concerned about the lack of boundaries? So there's a lot going on here, so I'm going to read bits and pieces, okay? Yeah. My fiancé, let's call him... <coughs> My fiancé, let's call him Rob, and I have been engaged for about six months, together for four and a half years. I know this is stereotypical and always kind of suspect, but everything was great except for the one big thing. <sighs> See, this always makes me suspicious of them as well. Like, there's always the acknowledgement that they're telling a story, and I don't know how much of that is the format, and how much is just like if you're telling a real story in our relationships, you do it in the format of an our relationships post. Yep. My husband has three siblings: Brad, Rachel, Sarah. Sarah and Rob are the two youngest, and they've been inseparable their entire lives. When we first started dating, I thought it was great that he was so close to his sister because I'm an only child, and I am so envious of the sibling experience. Around the two-year mark, I graduated university and found a job in a nearby big city. By the way, she says graduated university, so I'm thinking this is British or Australian. Well, no, hang on. A big city can be be American. 
Oh no, she says graduated university, not graduated. Oh right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So we would say graduated from university. So I'm thinking this is a Commonwealth country. Americans don't graduate. The problem I've the uh, problem I'm having is with Rob's other sister, Sarah. Sarah and Rob are the two youngest kids and have been inseparable nearly their entire lives. When we first started dating, I thought it was nice that he was so close to his sister because I'm an only child and I'm so envious of the sibling experience. In fact, for the first year we were dating, I tried to ignore a lot of the weird stuff that I'll get into in a minute. Excellent. 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 Around the two-year mark, I graduated university. I found a job in a nearby big city. We decided to move in together and we found a cute little apartment just outside the city that actually ended up being more convenient for his job. Everything felt perfect. Right up until three days after we moved in when my husband started talking about how lonely his sister was with him so far away and he was afraid that because of her history of depression that he feels guilty for abandoning her and asked if she could move in with us. Yes. I told him that I was so happy to be finally living in our own place, just the two of us, and that I wanted to maintain our privacy and just enjoy each other, and also reminded him that the reason our cute little apartment is so affordable and convenient to our jobs is that it's a 700-square-foot one-bedroom. That's a good sign. You know, you don't want to, don't want to be alone. <laughs> For the next several months, Sarah would arrive at our place Friday afternoon, usually while we were <laughs> both still at work, let herself in, and amuse herself until no. Rob got home. The two of them would go into the city for dinner, drinks, and sometimes a show or other activity, and they would come back sometime after I'd gone to sleep. The first night, she just slept on our sofa. This is about to get really good. But the next night, Rob said it made her neck a little stiff, and since she was the guest, I should let her sleep in our bed and stay on the couch myself. So from then on, anytime she visited, Rob insisted that I let her have the bed where he slept next to her and I slept on the couch. It made me very sore later because I have an old back injury that gives me grief if I sleep anywhere other than my extremely expensive specialty mattress. I didn't want to be inhospitable, so I let it go. She came over every single weekend for nearly four months. (laughs) When we did something together as a threesome, like dinner in the evenings, I felt like neither of them wanted me there. After a while, it started to wear on me. So I sat Rob down and talked to him about how I was feeling really left out and like he hadn't really spent any quality time with me. I also gently brought up the topic of the bed and how I didn't feel like it was fair that I was evicted from my own bed half the week and that it was starting to wreak havoc on my back. At first, he was defensive, but we negotiated a schedule that felt more fair, agreed on no more overnight visits unless specifically cleared with me in advance, and it seemed like the problem was solved. Fast forward to the engagement. We've been excitedly planning things together because we want our wedding to be a representation of who we are as a couple and a celebration of our love. He's constantly discussing our plans with her and changing his mind on things we've already decided based on what she says. After talking to his sister, he decided that the date we picked was no good for some convoluted reason that I actually never got explained. Instead of talking to me about it, he contacted the aquarium and changed the date to the following weekend. Not only that, but we he didn't even tell me about it. Okay, and then it ends with, so they fight and they fight and they fight, and it ends with, I don't want to hurt him, and I don't want to lose him, but it's is it really so bad to ha- want our wedding to just be about the two of us? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. And then all the comment section are basically people asking if her husband is having sex with his sister. That feels fake. Like it is, but it's so long. Yeah, I know because people are deranged. But like, I think that that again, I'm gonna say that's fake because I think that it is someone writing a really long thing, and the longer it is, the more believable it is. Like, if someone wrote like, "Think my husband's having sex with his sister," that's like, that's not going anywhere. The longer it is, the more believable it is, and uh, yeah, I don't think it's real. Like, I think this is what I think. I think relationships our relationship has become basically just a game of who can get the weirdest stuff through. And like, so everyone's constantly playing with the line, which is also why I think that it feels so 
weird like it what it feels like oh my god i can own oh, this would only happen on reddit because it's like yeah no it's designed for that i believe i i, I believe in the reddit incest post i yeah, believe absolutely. in the brony post i believe in the post that we didn't have time to mention today but i will link to in our patreon which is the help my boyfriend has decided to randomly start talking like an italian american i believe in them all i don't think there's a single fake post i think they're all i think they're all real i believe they're all fake Anything that's been posted on our relationships in the last year that's done well has been fake. If anyone listening to this has an example of what they think is like a premier, primo Reddit relationships post, uh, please DM it to me on Twitter. My handle is at Broderick. My DMs are open and I will read it on next week's show. I'll open next week's show with it. We're going to end this week the way we end every week with a conversation about the content we like, the content we are consuming to stay sane. Luke, what content are you consuming to stay sane? Well, I finished the Cuba Humphrey book, so... <laughs> and is that about... How how does this guy uh, relate to Lyndon B. Johnson? Uh, he was his vice president, uh, subsumed himself to him entirely in order to... Because he was a really nice guy and, and, and was a good guy, uh, and then as a result couldn't get elected president and lost to Nixon. Uh, in 68. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have a better understanding of mid-20th century American politics now? I think I need to read a book on Kennedy next. That's the bit I'm missing, I think. He was kind of important, yeah. He was involved. But it's interesting, yeah, because he's only involved in the Humphrey and, uh, and and Johnson, like, tangentially, he's just, like, there, and then he gets shot, and then that's well, it. I mean, in many ways, <laughs> JFK is the Star Wars prequel movies to the main trilogy that is the Lyndon B. Johnson story. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> what have you been what have you been consuming? I bought a new video game for the first time in a while. Okay. Uh it's called Dragon Quest Eleven. It is obviously yes a JRPG. Sure. But my late night YouTube activities uh brought me to a Kotaku review of Dragon Quest XI, and if if you guys aren't familiar listening to this, if you're not familiar, there is a guy at Kotaku who is obsessed with Dragon Quest, and his Dragon Quest videos on the Kotaku YouTube channel are unbelievable. It is just like, it is like high art. Um, and he convinced me. He he, he, he put out a 30-minute YouTube video saying that Dragon Quest XI was the greatest video game of all time. And so I tried it out. I've played approximately an hour of it, and it's I It's not a huge amount. Like it. It's not a huge amount to figure out whether or not it's the greatest video game of all time. You know, uh, it is a 40 to 80 hour game, <laughs> and I really cannot tell you if it's the greatest game of all time yet, but I am enjoying it uh, for what it's worth. So Fair enough. <sighs> oh, man. It is, it is so hot that I'm like, getting dizzy. So we're going to stop That's, now. Yeah. Luke, do you have, do you have anything... Uh, Anything interesting to tell people? <sighs> no, I just really want some, like, I just want to put my face in some ice. Yeah, I agree. Um, I had to, defro I had to oh. defrost my freeze the other day because, like, it, it was so hot during the day that, that the sides, the, the ice in the middle started to melt and then it, it all froze again. And it was a whole thing. But I had to, like, yeah, take my, it was so hot, I had my freezer broke. It is so hot uh, here. I don't know. Uh, it's really hot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just hot, man. I don't have a, I don't have a. I just retort. want the storm to come. The storm that for two days in a row. There's been storms in the other bit of London, and it hasn't made it to us yet. And it um, I want rain so bad. Um, okay, yeah, that's all I got. Um, send me Reddit relationship posts 
and I have to go take a shower. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>